welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. You guys, I am so excited to be bringing you this week's episode of the podcast with one of my amazing clients, Jessica Seeley. Her and I had worked together in the Effortlessly Rich Mastermind for the past six months, um, the round that just wrapped up. And it's been such a special journey, which we'll talk about so much in the episode because she found out she was pregnant right when she joined the Mastermind. And so what an honor to walk beside her and watch her growth and her journey through the first six months of her first pregnancy and also some incredible wins that she had that we're going to talk about, like breaking down her first 50K cash month that she had like immediately in her first trimester, which is insane because I know from watching her and seeing the behind the scenes that she did not have an easy first trimester. So before I just tell you everything about the episode, let me give Jessica a proper introduction because you are going to want to get to know her and make sure you check out the show notes as well for some incredible ways to work with her and follow her because she's amazing. Just trust me. She's amazing. So Jessica is a multiple six-figure sales mentor and alignment coach specializing in helping women scale to six and multiple six figures through intuitive sales methods and seriously aligned offers. She's a genius at sales. She's a genius at intuitive and aligned sales specifically. And you guys know, I would not just be bringing anyone on the podcast to talk about sales because we got to make sure that it is aligned and transparent and clean and not icky and pushy and all those things. And so anyway, you are in incredibly good hands with Jessica. Let's dive in. Everyone, welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to Jessica today. Um, Her and I have been working together for almost six months now. And Jessica, it's been so fun to get to know you, especially in this phase of your life. But anyway, we'll get into all of that. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Of course. Thank you for being here. Um, So tell people a little bit, just briefly, like, what do you do? What are you an expert at? Who are you? Yeah. So I am a sales and leadership coach. So where I shine is really honestly sales. It's such a funny gift to have in this world. Like no one really grows up saying, you know, I want to be in sales when I'm older. 
<laughs> but um, that's what I was given. And I'm so happy to take it and be able to transform women's lives through that topic. And really, um, leadership is a huge piece. Leadership and alignment actually are huge pieces of um, how sales gets to be easy. And I have all sorts of philosophies on that. And it's just what I stand by and believe in and embody. And I've changed so many women's lives through my philosophies and it's the best thing ever. And I just love sales so much. So that's what I do. That's who I am <laughs> business-wise. Yes. Business-wise. I love that. And I feel like this episode is going to be so fun to talk about all things sales in a really aligned way. And everyone listening to this podcast knows I would not be bringing on a sales expert <laughs> that's going to be telling you to do anything icky or slimy. And so oh. um, I feel like you and I, I feel like you have a totally like your own unique approach to sales, obviously. But I also feel like we vibe a lot with our sales teachings, like just, you know, as I would say, keeping it transparent. And as you'd say, keeping it really aligned. Um, so I can't wait to talk about that. But we have to let everyone know a little bit about your life and what's yes. going on for you. So tell us a little bit about like, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this because this year has been such a whirlwind for me and honestly, okay. So when me and Taylor started working together, I was newly pregnant. I actually think our very first call Taylor is when I told you I was pregnant so I was like mm -hmm. brand new to being pregnant. It was, I had just found out a few days prior, something like that. Um, and yeah, so I'm pregnant. We uh, conceived through IVF today, actually, at the time of this recording, Mark's 29 weeks pregnant. Um, and I've just been navigating through that. So IVF has been such a blessing. Um, I'll save like the whole long spiel of our story. I talk a lot about it on my own content, but um, yeah, we'd been trying to conceive for a few years. It wasn't working, went to IVF. We're really, really grateful. It worked the first time, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The pregnancy, the pregnancy was rough. So um, it's pretty miraculous what's happened. Well, not miraculous, but pretty special what's happened in my business while navigating the struggles of pregnancy. <laughs> well, I remember it's been so special. Like I love all of my clients, but working with women who are pregnant is just so special to me because, you know, I recently went through that and I just feel like I'm pregnant too. Everyone knows that I feel like, but like yeah. <laughs> my second pregnancy, not that that's not special, but I just feel like that first pregnancy is so special and also so vulnerable in a lot of ways. Cause it's just like so much unknown. And then the fact that like, it's such an honor just to work with women who are like going through that, that I know everything that comes with that and how scary it can be, especially, you know, you know, if you've been through loss or struggling to get pregnant, like that brings a whole nother thing into it. But yeah. And then at the same time, you're like being a leader and growing your business and being a badass. It's like, I can't even believe that that is possible, but it totally is. So it's such like an honor to work with you and women going through that phase. But I remember, I think it was like the day you signed up for the mastermind, you were like, oh, and by the way, I'm taking my pregnancy test Friday. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so nervous for you. And also I just remember thinking like, this has got to be it for her. Like she's totally going to be pregnant. She's going to go through this program pregnant. It's going to be so amazing. 
I selfishly wanted it a little bit, but of course I really wanted that for you. But I, re- I remember that conversation. Like I do too. Yeah. It's so special. It was so cool how it happened. And that was a big reason Taylor, why I um, wanted to work with you too. Just saying that like, it was so inspiring to me that just your story not to like put it back on you, but just your story of your first year as a new mom and what you accomplished. I just thought that that was so inspiring. It just, it made such perfect sense for me at the time to work with you in my new phase of life. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And then we find out you are pregnant. So that was amazing and probably such a relief and so exciting and a total blessing. And then literally you just like blow it out of the water really fast. (laughs) Like, I just feel like it was like, we got started. You just did freaking incredible, like all things going on, but tell us a little bit, bit about that. Like, I feel like you had a really tough first trimester from what I remember. And I also feel like business-wise you had a really amazing first trimester, but I was just like, just tell us like what happened and whatever (laughs) takeaways come to mind, but I'm sure I'm going to have so many little things to ask you about this. Yeah, and I'm just going to be wildly honest with your audience here about um, just the journey because it's such an incredible story, honestly. Um, So yeah, my first trimester was really rough. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was not what you see in the movies. (laughs) Like it was pregnancy rather it was it was hard I honestly I make this joke that I feel like I blacked out my first my first trimester like I don't remember it (laughs) um I was just in such a fog my husband makes fun of me because um he says that I would just be like moaning and groaning in bed like basically napping until like the final two minutes before I had a call and then I get on a call and I'd be like hey how's it going (laughs) like I would just shift the gear um and my priority truthfully was very much on my current clients I made sure that they felt supported that they felt um like they didn't really know like you know how awful it was for me behind the scenes unless I talked about it in my content which I was really open about um but as for when they worked with me they didn't get that. Um, and I made sure that besides the fact that I took calls in bed, (laughs) but basically, um, at the time when we first started working together, which was also, um, when I was really feeling terrible, uh, I was promoting an offer at the time that just felt draining. And it was just, um, it was really not complimenting my what I was going through physically and I just dreaded it. I didn't want to promote it. And I just, because, and actually, I think I want to say, I remember you saying something similar to this at one point, maybe I'm making this up, but I was really craving just like intimate interaction with my clients. Like I was really loving the one-on-one calls that I was having and I was really enjoying just that close connection with my girls. And I wanted to bring on new clients like that rather than going through this big grueling launch and bringing on a whole bunch of people at once where I had to create new stuff, et cetera. And so I was just kind of resisting that for a while because I was in the middle of another launch. And I'm like, you know what? No, two things here. One, I am going to 
um, call in women into a container that I want them in right now. And I'm not going to let the fact that I'm launching something else deter that. And second, I had never charged <laughs> the amount of money that I charged for these two clients. And um, honestly, when I made my investment into you, it really shifted something in my energy. And it was it like kind of just changed the way I saw myself. I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I'm paying Taylor X amount of money or whatever. I'm like, why wouldn't people pay me this? Like, that's ridiculous to think any different, you know, of course I'm worthy. And so I decided to increase my prices. Like I'm a freaking really good coach. I'm never going to deny that. And I'm like, I'm worth these kind of prices. And so those two things combined really kind of supercharged my energy on a more spiritual level, not really a physical one, but a spiritual one. And um, at the time, my highest income month cash month was $29,000. Um, and that had been months prior. So it'd been a while since I saw that I, I've been sitting at consistently 20 K cash months. And then within, yeah, just that month, um, it was, it was March of, of 2021. I had my first, it was actually a $54,000 cash month, just by having those two big energy shifts and making those decisions within myself. So meanwhile, I'm struggling physically to even just get out of bed during the day, yet I had my biggest cash month to date, and that included, just so people know what it looks like, a $23,000 um, pay-in-full client, and then a $26,000 payment plan client who pay, she paid me a big deposit at the beginning, plus all the other stuff I have going on, it all just worked out to $54,000 cash. I was absolutely blown away that the universe really worked together um, in tandem with my energy and my decision-making and what I deemed I was worthy of, et cetera, to really allow that to happen for me. So it wasn't like a, you know, a hard strategy that got me there. It was energy shifts and decision-making on my part. Um, sure. So yeah, that's, that's how it looked. That's what happened. <laughs> I love that. And I just want to point out because this conversation has been coming up um, pretty frequently. You know how that goes. So it just yeah. <laughs> made clear, like, I love the energy that you raised your prices from. Like when you were explaining it, it was just like this energy of like, I know, like, I'm sure it was scary too. So if you have anything else yeah. to say on that, we'd love to hear. But like, while it was scary, I'm sure it also had this energy of like, but I know I'm worth this. And like, I would pay this and I know I'm a really good coach. And I know there's people who would pay this. And I think that's so important because I always talk about charging high end, but I think sometimes it's misunderstood because what I'm not saying is like, we should all just charge a lot of money just because we can. But like, that's how it is when I raise my rates too. Like I hit a point where it just feels like I have to raise my rates because it just freaking makes sense, even though in some ways it makes no sense. But it's like, I know my clients, you know, I don't, I, I hesitate to say ROX. I know not everyone's a business coach, <laughs> to this, but like that can mean a lot of things, not just money. Yes. So like, I know my clients get an ROI from this. I know I'm amazing at what I do. I know that I would pay even more than this to someone to help me with this thing. Like I have to raise my rates. It's not really an ego thing or like you didn't do it. Just like, okay, 
no mastermind. I'm going to make a ton of money. So like, I guess I'm going to charge this much. Cause that means I'm a good coach. It's like, no, I am a good coach. So I'm going to charge this much. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. Um, it was a whole, like, <laughs> it was just a whole energy slap in the face. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like, exactly. Like you said, like, I am worth this. I am deciding to do this because I am so good at what I do. And my clients, like I do typically, well, I, I work with, um, I work with business to business. So people who do see, um, mainly monetary ROI and the, you know, the, the women that I work with, that's actually another thing in 2021 that I'm really proud of that kind of, I think actually correlates with our conversation here. Every single one of my clients has seen results this year. Isn't that so funny? Like when I am feeling at my worst, my clients are thriving the most. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I think that energy shift, that change in my decision um, about how I see myself, all of that has just worked together so beautifully and raising my rates has also correlated with my clients performing the best. I don't think that's coincidence. I love that. I mean, what would you say about this subject of like, I mean, you just, when your energy was probably like the worst it's been in your life, or at least one of the hardest times, just like physically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and from, and that's something I find so interesting in life is sometimes the hardest times to really show up and do the thing aren't even like, it wasn't like, it was in a, a such a blessed time of your life, such an amazing, precious time of your life, but it was still really freaking hard, especially on your body. So, I mean, what did you learn about that? Like showing up even when you feel like shit, so to speak, or like <laughs> money calling in the results, even when there's so much talk to in this industry, right? High vibe, right? Like, I don't think you were feeling super high vibe physically. So I would just love, I know you probably already said a lot of your thoughts on this, but I'd love to make that really clear for people because pregnant, or a mom, or even just any woman, any human in the world has times where it, you don't feel great physically, you know? Yeah. So, um, man, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, first of all, I just want to be really mindful, um, about just like considering people like, you know, I'm a huge advocate for mental health, like huge, Mm -hmm. And I understand that it's not possible for people to, like you say, be high vibe all the time and take it from me. Like I was not high vibe. I have, I've barely been high vibe this entire year. Let's be honest. It's kind of recently I've come out of my shadow, I guess, and um, have sort of picked up my energy, but you know what? I, I have, um, I keep saying the word philosophy, but I have a philosophy that when we are really, really connected to our mission, and this is what a lot of people miss. Um, like, I truly believe this. Like, if I were to ask your audience right now, how many of you have written out a mission statement? It doesn't need to be like some stuffy thing that you learned how to do in like marketing school, but just like really got connected to why the heck you're doing what you're doing and why it's so meaningful to you. Um, and you create your business from your mission. So all of your offers, everything underneath that mission um, is what drives you. It's what moves you. It's what gets you out of bed. Honestly, it's what pushes you to keep 
doing the work, even when your body is like physically almost incapable of catching up. Um, and I, I think that that is really um, something to consider very strongly when you're, like you say, you're not feeling high vibe, um, but you know, you, you got to put food on the table, right? You got to, you have a mission that you're trying to, to, to reach with these people. And um, that's where my leadership side really comes out is I always like, I, I always compare it to um, Malayla. Um, I always think of her with this. It's like, obviously she has this profound mission of helping women um, get educated in Pakistan, right? And she literally got shot for her cause. Like it's the most intense thing, but does that stop her from getting up on stages and speaking about her mission? No, she still goes and does it even at the risk of her life. Like, obviously that's a very extreme example, but at the same time, like I always think about that and it's like, yeah, okay. I'm not feeling the most high vibe right now. I'm not feeling the most physically capable of getting on my stories and being like, Hey guys, just popping on here today. <laughs> but like at the same time, what can I do to reach my mission? What work can I do to push myself forward? What work can I do to impact my community? Even if it doesn't look like what it did when I was feeling really good, at least I'm doing something to, to, um, to connect back with my mission. And I think that's what's really important. And that's what I hold on to when I'm not feeling so good. Um, while still giving myself grace, of course, like some days I'm not saying you have to show up if you're feeling bad, but like, if you know, you continuously are putting stuff off or you're continuously saying, you know, I don't feel like doing this. And then all of a sudden three weeks gone by and you haven't done anything for your business. I would reconnect back with your mission or even question your mission, right? And be like, is that something that you're really passionate about? Or like, do you even have one? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Um, so yeah, lots of thoughts on that. But I, I do feel really strongly about that. It's like showing up to do the work in connection with your mission. And that's kind of what drives you and moves you forward to do the stuff when you don't really necessarily feel like it all the time. <laughs> That's so powerful. That is so powerful. I love that so much. Not to put you on the spot, but I think to give everyone like just an example, like off the cuff, I mean, whether you want to kind of share like what your mission feels like now or what it, I mean, maybe it's the exact same or what it felt like then, like in your first trimester, as you were really just navigating this for the first time. I mean, what, what is your mission? What was your mission? Like, I'd love to just kind of hear you riff on that for a minute. Cause I think that might show people that like, I don't know. I don't know what it is for yeah. you. How so I don't have, I do have like a secret. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I do have um, a mission statement written down, but like, honestly, like I said earlier in my little rant there, um, it's not like your mission statement has to be super fluffy or something that you like found on like a generator online or something. Um, like I think mission statements are really powerful when you can speak openly and honestly about what you're here to do. And for me, um, it's definitely changed since I've started my business right now. I am so freaking passionate about helping women to just make so much money <laughs> and be in such financial abundance 
that their life becomes so freeing and open that they don't feel like they have to, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. They don't feel like they have to be restricted on what they can afford for themselves. They don't feel like, you know, if their kids are something, you know, I always think about my own childhood and it's like, mm-hmm. I always wanted the nice five-star binder. <laughs> this is so silly. <laughs> <laughs> the five-star binder. But, you know, my parents, they got me like that cheap plastic binder. It's like, I want my kids to have the cool stuff. <laughs> um, things like that. Like just being, and, and I'm not saying that I want to spoil them or anything or make them ungrateful. But at the same time, I always compare it back to when I was growing up and the things that I wanted, but couldn't have. And I really want to be able to give my kids like not that I didn't have a nice life. I'm just being very careful about how I say this. Like I did have a nice childhood, but at the same time it did. I remember make me sad when like everybody at school was wearing gap clothing and like my family couldn't afford to get me gap clothing and I wore hand-me-downs and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I just really want women in particular to feel so financially abundant that they don't have limitations on their life. Um, And also to be able to live a life that they're really passionate about and that they feel really, really at ease in and they don't feel like they're living to work, but instead it's moving the opposite. They're doing something that again is so connected to their own mission, but affords them the lifestyle that they want to live. And that could be like the simplest lifestyle ever or it could be the most extravagant lifestyle ever. It's whatever they, they desire. And I want them to experience that kind of freedom, that kind of abundance. And that is honestly so meaningful to me because I know how much it's changed my life. And I want to continue to change other women's lives through that mentality, through that mission. I love that so much. I can Mm -hmm. resonate with that mission a lot too, because I mean, I'm sure you see this working with your clients and I'm sure you've even seen it, you know, with our work and in the mastermind and just all of us, like we are all, I just feel like taught that money is so stressful and so hard to come by and so sparse that you have to be so, 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 so careful with it. Yeah. And I think the beautiful thing about at least the world we live in right now is there's so much money out there that we actually can have. And then just to top it off that we can do it in a way that also helps other people's lives be better in whatever way we feel passionate about is like amazing and crazy. And I love that mission too, because it also gives you a standard for yourself. I mean, maybe I'm just, I I think this will resonate with you, but like, I'm, I'm definitely speaking for myself here too, where it's like, you know, my mission, which feels a little similar to that in its own way is like, then it holds me to that standard too, where it's like, and you know what, I get to do this while being pregnant and I get to have that financial freedom while being a mom and while being, you know, I've been careful instead of saying busy, having a very full life, (laughs) you know, like, and we can find ways for it to even still work, you know, even though that goes against what a lot of us are taught. So anyway, I just think it's beautiful. I love that mission. I think that's amazing. And I hope everyone hears you say that and is like, okay, I think I, I, I believe her. This is possible for me too. Yeah. And I hope they hear the passion behind the words too, because that's the thing, like anybody can say these words. Um, but 
do you actually feel them? And I think that's the thing to really think about. Like, that's why I kind of have a problem with forcing mission statements and things like that. One-liners and stuff. Yeah. It's like, do you actually feel what it is that you're saying? Do you actually care about this? Why does this matter to you? Like, I have a whole history on why this matters to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that's, what I, that's what I heard in your story. Like, I know it feels silly to bring up like the binder thing or things in your childhood, especially when you probably had a great childhood, but there are little moments like that that stick out to you. And I always, for myself and for clients, it's like those little moments of growing up that just stick with you, They, even though they might be silly, like, it's like, well, who cares about a binder? Like, it's not that big. No, it's not a big deal, but that sticks out to you for a reason. Yeah, I remember that. You're meant to do what you're meant to do, <laughs> where, for example, I have a client who is so successful and just a rock star at um, essentially relationship coaching, to just sum it up. She does so much just powerful work. I couldn't even sum it up in one title, but... <laughs> She, I've heard her share this story, just like how her whole life, that's what she's been interested in love and, you know, having a really healthy relationship. And like a lot of her memories that meant a lot to her, just like with the binder story for you, or I have a story about how we were never allowed to get soda when we went out to eat. It's like, who cares? At least you got to go out to eat. Yeah. But I remember sitting at the table as a kid and being like, I want my kids to be able to order anything they want off of the menu. Why was I thinking that at like 10 years old? Well, <laughs> this is part of my purpose. Whereas I don't, I don't want to put words in my client's mouth, but like she was thinking stuff more about love and healthy relationships and things like that. It's like, it can be so clear. I think if you just go back to your childhood and think about what really stands out to you, it'll be clear. And you don't have to fake pretending to really care or be fired up about something. Exactly. And that makes it so much easier to talk about your work. So a lot of people who get stuck in their content and they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to describe this, et cetera. It's like, well, how connected are you to your story? How connected Mm -hmm. are you to your mission? It's like, just, you gotta, like, I always love what you say, Taylor. You just have to tell the truth. That's your responsibility. And if there's no truth in what it is that you're saying, then there's a huge gap. Um, This is my sales, my sales and leadership, sales and leadership side coming out. But it's just um, like, I'm obsessed with gap filling. And that's like a huge gap. You need to be so connected to that story um, of why you're doing what you're doing. And you need, I think anyway, that you should have um, a really strong reason for why you're doing what you're doing. And like, where does it come from? You know, like, why is it in your body that you care about this? Um, it's really fascinating to be honest. <laughs> it's so good. You're, you're such a yeah. genius about this stuff. And I want to, um, pivot the conversation. I know, I know you're already, even if people don't realize that bringing in your sales expertise here and what you really teach around sales and what really makes the difference with sales, but can we get really specific because people who listen to this podcast have heard me talk about high ticket sales and signing private mm-hmm. clients a million times. And so I mean, people ask me this, I'm going to ask it to you. Uh, Like someone in your shoes, right? Like I want to sign two or three or whatever private clients, like 10K, 20K clients. And let's say they're at where where you were at of like, I know I want the clients. I feel so passionate, like truly, truly connected to what I do. I know I'm good at what I do. I am freaking out about the price and I don't know how I'm going to sign these clients, but I do know it's worth it. How do they sign the clients? (laughs) 
Yeah. So I kind of think, well, first of all, I, I, I truly believe that it's always really important to go back to, go back to the basics. I don't think anybody is above the basics. So depending on where these people are in their business journeys, whether they're brand new, trying to get their first few clients or whether they're trying, they're in a wall or something, or they're raising their prices and they're trying to get their next high ticket clients at a higher price. I think the story kind of remains the same. <laughs> um, I think it's, again, I'll just repeat it really quick that it's super important to make sure you know your mission um, as number one. So why do you want these clients? Why does it matter to you? Um, why, why do you want to help them? What do you want to help them with? Things like that. And you shouldn't have to sit there and think about it. So I think that that's number one is really being able to confidently say why you want these clients and what you want to help them achieve, et cetera, and why that's so meaningful to you. Um, I think the next thing is to make sure your energy is behind the desire. So um, that means that like you, you really want to make sure when you are uh, proclaiming a desire that you have in your business, a sales result, just to be super specific, a sales result that you actually want that thing. Um, I have made the mistake so many times in my business where I uh, proclaim that I want something when I don't actually want it. And that's gotten, I, when I say get in trouble, I just mean that it's led me to a lot of mindset issues, et cetera, because I'm not getting the result and I'm getting upset when it's like, I didn't even want that thing in the first place. So I think it's about getting really clear on why you want the result that you're saying you do. Um, and then the next thing I think really comes from a more strategic element of making sure that, um, you have a really strong connection between, um, what it is that you are essentially a specialist in, if, if you will. Um, so like, what do, what do you want to be known for? What have you been known for that you're forgetting or what are you known for? And really speaking to that, a lot of people have, um, an issue with vague marketing and I'm not, by the way, like I'm not this like crazy marketing guru, <laughs> but I've just been doing this for so long that I've recognized the patterns both with me and my clients. And it's like, you really want to make sure that you're speaking very, very clearly to what you want to be known for or are known for. So for me, um, I've been known for high ticket sales for a really long time, also intuitive sales as well. Um, so when I speak about that in specifics, that's when I get people coming through. Um, but if I go too vague, people won't inquire because I'm not actually saying anything of substance. So um, <laughs> I just did a, a funny reel about this the other day about how um like phrases to drop from your marketing. A lot of people will say, and I'll be um, inclusive to all the different people who are listening. Um, like, I'll help you grow your business. I'll help you overcome mindset blocks. I'll help you overcome limiting beliefs. I'll help you reach the next level. It's like, none of that actually means anything and could actually is like actually very unspecific to what your people desire. Like what does next level mean that 
Um, you're going to help them get on stages in front of a thousand people. Does next level mean that you're going to help them hit a 20 K month? Does next level mean that um, you're going to help them get their first client? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> people need to put more context behind what they're saying to attract their next clients. Um, and I think that's really important while also being mindful of, yeah, being really aware of what their ideal clients actually are describing, uh, how their ideal clients are describing what they want. Um, I think that's important to just be connected to as well. Um, and then just being really honest and personable, like stop overthinking it. <laughs> stop. Like I, I have, um, again, another philosophy, surprise, surprise, that sales is just an exchange of information. It's like we make it into way big, a way bigger deal than what it actually is. It's like, as long as you're being honest, as long as you're being yourself, as long as you're be, like, are showing that you're educated and what you're going to help them in. Um, and as long as you're answering their questions, like it's not any more complicated than that. Um, like when people come to you and they're like, Hey, I'm interested in your program. Just talk to them. Like just answer their questions and give them the information and don't make it into such a big deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because oftentimes when we make it into such a big deal, that's when we push people away. Um, when really all that's really required is to deliver the information and have it be an exchange of yeah, information and energy. And that has been like, honestly, my biggest secret <laughs> is just not making sales into such a dramatic thing. Um, so yeah, obviously, like I could keep going on and on, like, that's such a, like a complex question, but this is what I teach. This is what I spend months working with my clients on. Um, but like, that's what I would say in a nutshell. I love it. And I, to go way back to the beginning of what you were saying, I love the thing about making sure that you really want what you say you want. And I feel like that can sometimes be a little tricky because we can see all these other people doing things that's like, why would you not want that? You know? <laughs> and, um, oh man, I remember getting coached on stuff like this, like more about like income goals too. Like, well, do you really want that? What, what part of you doesn't want to make the 20K months, Taylor? And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Obviously, I want to make 20K months. <laughs> like, <laughs> your question makes no sense. But now I get it because there's little things in it that, um, you know, sometimes you really are just lying to yourself. It's like, maybe you don't want a private client. Maybe you don't want this big mastermind or maybe the things that you think are required with that and you're trying to just suck it up. Like, okay, I really want a private client. I know it's going to be so much work and I'm going to have to talk to them all day, every day, but it's worth it. It's like, well, maybe that's not what's required for your private client. You can ship that. Um, yeah. You have like a story or an example of like a specific time where you really did think that you wanted something and you were like, oh wait. Yeah, very recently actually. I think that can be kind of like confusing <laughs> to navigate sometimes, but it is so important. Well, this is where intuition comes really strong into play. So um, like taking it way back and I'll, I'll keep this really quick. Um, this is actually not even a business example. And then I will, I'll, I will say mm -hmm. a business example that just happened recently to me. Um, 
I remember I was in this terrible relationship, like a terrible relationship. I won't even get into it. Mm -hmm. And constantly from the beginning of the relationship, I had this little voice um, that would come up that I would suppress. I'd constantly be suppressing it. Um, And like, I would say things like, oh, I'm going to marry this guy and blah, blah, blah. We were together for like five years. And I would, yeah, I would say things like, oh, I don't know what I would do if like, you know, we ever broke up, but then there'd be this little voice, or I guess it's more of a feeling. It's like a feeling where it's like, honestly, that would be so good if you broke up (laughs) or like, you're like, you'd be so miserable if you married him. And it wasn't actually saying that directly, but it was a feeling. It was like, I knew I was lying to myself and I was just telling myself what I thought I wanted to hear. Um, and like, when we did finally break up, it was the most relieving day of my life. I never mourned that relationship. (laughs) Like it was just the best thing for me. And I had been suppressing that voice for the whole five years we were together. And it's just crazy how often we ignore that gut feeling or that inner voice or whatever you want to call it. It's intuition um, that is guiding us to where we should be going or where would be a better, healthier place for us. But we ignore it because we choose the positive stuff surrounding the situation in favor of what's uncomfortable or scary. So in business, um, this has happened to me so many times. And most recently it happened to me, I guess a couple of months ago. So just for some context, I'm like, like, I've always like called myself, like I'm the high ticket queen. I've never had issues booking one-on-one clients. Like seriously, I've never had issues booking one-on-one clients. And then a couple of months ago, I was trying to book one-on-one clients and I couldn't book them to save my life. Like no, I, I was getting so many inquiries, but I was like chasing people down. It was this weird, like I was getting strung along. I was getting rejected all the time, which by the way, guys is, is normal. Like I think to a degree, but at the same time, that wasn't really my reality. That wasn't my story for months. Like I got like I always talk about how I get told yes within five, 10 minutes in the DMs, contract signed, um, payments sent, same day signed, sealed, delivered. And that's more true to my reality and my business. And I'm like, what is happening? Why can't I book a client? Which of course shook my confidence. But after doing a lot of inner work around that, I had to remember that like before I was trying to call on the clients, I had said to myself that uh, within the summer and prepping for the baby, I really wanted to take a step back with um, my calendar and just have more white space on my calendar and really just enjoy being pregnant and being more present and just not having to be so on all the time. And I, I think I let, I don't know what money or something take over like the desire for money, which by the way, isn't bad. Um, but it didn't match what I actually wanted. Um, and then I had realized that I'm like, I never did want the long-term one-on-one clients. Like that was never what I wanted. I was just, um, trying to convince myself that's what I wanted. And then when I made the decision to do Voxer only one-on-one client packages or short-term one-on-one client packages, and I got really clear on all the things I talked about when you asked me about sales, um, I booked like two people in one day. I had like an $11,000 cash day, payments, uh, or payments paid, 
contract signed all within the same day. And then another girl signed like two days later. And so <laughs> once I made it easy for myself and I actually aligned with what I actually wanted, the sales were easy. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite things to talk about too, because so many people try to fill offers that aren't meant for them either in general or at the time, but well, they, they don't listen to their intuition because it's hard. I love that story that you just shared though, because it literally showed like listening to your intuition and getting into alignment, which is literally what you started this episode off with like <laughs> two like really important things with sales that, that you've just learned and mastered and share and teach. And like, um, the other thing you said that I really loved was, um, that I think sometimes people don't realize is even a possibility is you maybe got a little lost in the wanting the money. So you decided, well, assign some private clients. And then you were like, well, there's nothing wrong with wanting the money. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, because you can always find a way that is aligned to make the money you want if that's yeah. your desire. And that's what you did, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. So it's like, yeah, that way. But sometimes it's just like, oh, well, I want to make that much. So I, I must have to sign these private clients or do this exact package or whatever. And it's like, there is always an aligned way. You never have to do a specific thing to make that X amount of money you desire. You can always find an aligned way. And sometimes you just have to get a little creative and do something different than you normally do. It's interesting when I did that, when I was like hyper selling the boxer coaching, there's a girl in my DMs and she's like, how did you come up with that? I've never seen anybody offer that before. I'm like, girl, you don't have to see anybody offer it to do something. Mind you, I was like, this is like a hot offer idea right now a lot of people are doing it but at the same time it's like who said that you have to see it to offer it I mean (laughs) it's so funny because like on one hand I think sometimes the best offers are offers that haven't really been done before slash honestly that can put a lot of pressure mostly the intuitive offer that comes to you intuitively based on what you desire but then it's also funny too because I feel like you and I are like what do you mean everybody and their mother is selling boxer (laughs) coaching right now but like (laughs) So like, don't get hung up either way. If no one's ever done it, do it. And if everybody and their mother's doing it, but it's aligned for you, then do it too. Whatever. And like it, like you said, if something feels really good for you, then listen to what that voice is saying, because like, not to like sit here and just stand boxer coaching, but it matched my desire because guess what? I have white space in my calendar now. And yet I still get to serve and support these incredible women and make money myself (laughs) without having to fill up my calendar. It's literally the best. And so it matched exactly what I said I wanted for this summer and fall. (laughs) I love it. So good. I feel like that's mostly it. But I feel like I'd love to ask you to like, I'm sure you could go on and on and on when I ask you these questions, <laughs> but mostly just a little bit more like hot seat person that comes to mind, just like some powerful things to leave people with. And the first one would be like, what do you feel is the number one thing you've learned about business or sales in your pregnancy? Ooh, okay. This is a really good one. Um, I I'm just going to take a second here. Yeah. I'm sure you can like edit out this weird silence. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
and I have it too. So, okay. So I think with pregnancy, what I've really learned about business and sales for a really long time, I, not that I like gave into hustle culture or anything like that, but I had a story that I had to be really, really on to make money and to book clients. And I convinced myself, this was actually quite recently, I convinced myself that my way of booking clients was to constantly be on stories, to be posting every day, to be constantly in my DMs, et cetera. And I told myself that's what my people wanted for me. And that's why my last two launches of some lower ticket offers that I had were harder, but that wasn't true. What was true was that I needed to give myself more grace. Um, I needed to, uh, I needed to give myself more grace and to give myself permission to rest because what happened was I started forcing a lot in my business um and uh putting out almost like unaligned messaging that wasn't really matching with what I was trying to sell um because honestly my brain was in such a fog <laughs> that it just it was hard and I think for me it would have just been really cool if I could have somehow locked it in inside of me that what I was doing was okay. And to use your phrase, Taylor, it was perfect for me at the time. Um, and that I didn't need to stress so much and that my time in the sun wasn't ending, etc. Um, because now I have literally, oh my gosh, like I've been in such an abundant place in my business and my life and I've been in such a, a place of rest and relaxation and ease. Um, and it hasn't felt this way in probably a year. <laughs> so even before I was pregnant and I have been ha like, I think um, July might've, I don't know the numbers yet, but it might've been my, my second highest cash month that I've had. Um, and you know what? I've been in such just, like the most relaxed energy, but I had to reconnect back to the basics, um, reconnect with my mission and do a lot of like inner work to really feel into that ease. And I think just actual permission with giving myself rest during such a life-changing time um, would have just done wonders for me when things were feeling a little bit challenging in my business. Um, things aren't going to blow up. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's honestly been my biggest lesson. So good. I feel like I can relate to that in so many ways, both pregnancies. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like that's, I think that's why I love working with clients going through pregnancy, especially for the first time, because it's like, I just feel like a part of me is like, I know the universe is going to slap you in the face a few times, but you are going to learn some of the most powerful lessons about like ease and flow and all the things. Of course you learn those during like some of the hardest moments of your life. Oh, um, yeah. 100%. Last, last juicy hot seat question. If you could just tell the whole world 
one thing about sales, one little lesson, what would that be? (laughs) Oh, one, only one. Okay. I think hmm, my biggest juicy lesson about sales is kind of what I said earlier. Don't overcomplicate it. Sales. Mm -hmm. I actually think sales can be really easy if you just learn to like relax a little bit around the subject. People love to say how much they hate sales or how bad at sales they are, et cetera, which I understand not everybody has like the natural personality to make it easy. But at the same time, it really is just an exchange of information. Um, It's really just, like I say, being honest, being yourself, delivering the information that they're asking for, and stop telling them things that they want to hear and just tell them the truth (laughs) and trust that your people are going to say yes. And the more that you can hang on to that trust that it can work that easily, I truly think that it can become, sales can become so much smoother for you. Um, I'll just give a little tiny example with that um, because I love sharing this so much. My husband is the most introverted person in the world. Uh, He wrote an article for um, this like huge copywriting uh, website called Copy Hackers and they wanted him to like give like his links and stuff, but he doesn't have links. He's built his business off referrals. And so in his little bio, it said something like, uh, Scott doesn't exist on the internet or something like that. And literally he has a hundred percent success rate. Uh, he has made like, I can't even remember the amount, like something like 50 K cash this year from co- his copywriting business. And every single person who emails him doesn't know him. They kind of come from me or from his old job. And he literally just answers the questions that they ask gives him gives them the the information on how his copywriting services works gives them the price and every single one of them has said yes i don't think that happens by accident i think it's because he literally doesn't complicate sales so i wanted to share that because i think it's really cool <laughs> oh my god i love that i i, I think that's so cool too <laughs> yeah, like a 100% success rate are you kidding like that does not happen by accident <laughs> I love every time you celebrate like his wins and stuff. It's always like, man, that's so cool. I love that. Yes, he, I have to celebrate them because he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and he's nowhere on the internet. So. He doesn't exist. <laughs> oh my goodness. Amazing. Well, we're going to be linking all the things for people to find you in the show notes, but I know that you have this amazing DM sales course. So we'll put the link for that in the show notes, but do you mind just really quickly sharing um, who that would be for and what they'll get from that if they feel called? Yeah, so the DM sales course is perfect for people who honestly, I would say get drained from sales calls or just don't wanna do sales calls anymore. I would say it's not for somebody who is so brand new in their business that they are struggling to even have sales conversations at all, but instead for kind of that next level person, or even just somebody who I've had like six figure business owners take this and people who, um, I don't want to say are newer, but just people who 
you know, they're getting on sales calls, they're getting inquiries, um, but they're struggling to close. So I've had people from all over take this course. Um, and it has had such a high success rate. It's really great for, yeah, when you're wanting to learn how to close sales really easily in the DMs. Um, and it actually, the first half of the course, it's a mini course, so you can go through it in like one night. Um, it talks about leadership and how that actually affects your ability to close DM sales. So that really helps too, because I truly believe that um, strong a strong sense of leadership helps um, make DM conversions a uh, much smoother. And then it gives you resources to like scripts and things to help you um, be able to close in the DMs that don't feel like stuffy or gross. It's not scripts that are like helping you navigate a relationship building conversation because that is not my jam. It is a script, uh, a guidance script to help you through the actual sales conversation without being like awkward energy and weird. Um, so anyway, it's, it's honestly, it's my best selling course. It's really, really good. It's yielded incredible results. Like you say, for six figure business owners um, and people who, who, are just done with the sales call life and they want to get into the DMs and close more that way and protect their energy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I know so many people will be checking that out. So that'll be linked. And we're also going to link your Instagram. And if you guys want to see someone do the most chill Instagram <laughs> stories ever straight from the bathtub, you'll yes. be following Jessica. And plus some of your reels lately have been honestly, absolutely hilarious. I just I'm like, I don't know why all of my clients are the funniest people on Instagram <laughs> Reels, but it's pretty entertaining for me. So that's good. <laughs> Truth bomb, sometimes hilarious, just real Instagram Reels. But you got to follow her Instagram stories above all, because like, if you aren't doing stories, you'll watch hers and realize you have no excuse. Like it's the best thing. <laughs> I literally yeah, do my stories naked in the bath. Like, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> the time I've known you, like, I remember you showing the very beginning of your pregnancy from the bath and it's like with the pickle funny. like I get it you know she's going through her first trimester that stuff like and then you just keep doing it. I'm like oh okay this is just who she is which I love because I'm like addicted to bath so another thing yeah. we <laughs> <laughs> yes follow me for a good time I'm pretty funny <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. Such a fun conversation today. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with everybody. Thanks Taylor for having me. I really, really appreciate being here. And I hope that your listeners get a lot out of this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know they will. All right, you guys. Well, talk to you in next week's episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.